Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and my Patreon papes, this is an all intro episode for the long weekend coming up in the U.S. here. And I want you to know, patrons, uh, that this podcast is here when you need a break during the day because I know that, uh, yeah, we're all trying to navigate this uh, together and there's always resources out there. I'll put resources in this uh, show notes, you know, uh, if you need some extra help right now or you you're looking to be a part of change uh, and support the black members of our community because black lives matter. Uh, so those are important things uh, to take an active step on. But if you need a passive break during the day, just a little mini break during the day, this podcast is here for you just for a little breath because uh, zo- zooming around or helping support young people in your home zooming around, oof, you know, it's it's not it's 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 not easy. And, that, and that's like uh, it's just a thing, just like not being able to sleep is safe. Woof. I wish I could fix it. I wish I could change it, but I could be here for you for a little while. So I just want to let you know that I, options out here. This is an all intro episode from a, uh, a collection of intros. Uh, if you love all intro episodes, you can think about becoming a $10 patron. They get them twice a month from earlier seasons. And those are older ones. So they have the music on every intro where this one, I strip it out because I know a lot of the musicians, uh, I don't want to wake them up every 16 minutes where the older episodes, it's just the, because it's uh, imprinted in such a way because it's older episodes. I can't do that. But yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks so much for support patrons and what do you say we get out with the show uh, hey are you up all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well, welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, uh, you know, routine, whatever's whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to distract you from that, and, and the way I'm going to do it is I get this nice uh, safe place set up for you. I've set the place. The place is set, and I'm setting the place. I'm smoothing it, I'm patting it, I'm rubbing it down, I'm saying safe place. And uh, what I propose to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, you know, silly behavior. Yeah, I'll be behaving silly, silly, silly. When was the last time we talked about silly string? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know if I have to. We'll, we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about that. But uh, this show, there's no strings attached, uh, except for you know when I say, pretend I'm uh, our friend with the, uh, Pinocchio, and then I say, you know, I got no strings to hold me down. And I don't know. In the context of a sleep podcast, I was tr- I was hoping a metaphor would make itself apparent, but I, you know. Uh, you know whether you're made of wood or you know uh, you you were uh, you're organic. Uh, you say Scoots wood is organic. Well, would you like to get a good night's sleep? Because I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, that's why I make this show. Now, if you're new, a couple things to know: it doesn't work for everybody, and it rare. So, for some people, it works on the first try. For majority of listeners, it takes two or three tries. Because, of course, you're skeptical. 
And then, of course, you're you're approaching and you're saying, hmm, what is this? What is this person talking about? They were trying to make a point about Pinocchio. They were talking about Silly String. They kind of change it. They don't make a lot of sense. There's creaky dulcets and aforementioned pointless meanders. I think his vocabulary, it just needs some tuning. He has a vocabulary. But, but uh, I don't know if his usage of the vocabulary. And I say, yes, correct. Uh, welcome. So give it a few tries. See how it goes. Maybe if you're comfortable, uh, just kick back and observe, uh, you know, the podcast like the sky or like, a, you know, a, rough, a gently flowing river. You say, oh, I see that leaf there floating in the river. Oh, there was there's a bubble. Oh, yeah. Look at it flowing around that rock. Uh, huh. If if that's a way to consume it, but you, you could consume it however you wish. Just if you're new, just see how it goes. I really do want to help it, but and I wish this podcast worked for everybody. I mean, as a matter of fact, I wish for me and everyone else in the world, I could just do something as simply as say, "Hey, you really deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve to be treated with dignity and respect uh, all day long, and at bedtime. You deserve some comforts." And now through a magical process, isn't you know, that it's just, I'm going to count down from 10 and you'll be asleep. Uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then you'd be asleep. That would be excellent. It would say it would be efficient, uh, for everyone involved and, uh, I guess I probably could. I guess I wouldn't be super efficient for me. Is the fact I would only have to do it once. But then you'd say, "Well, like uh, scoots, we just that's it. We don't need to listen." I'd say, "Okay, well then I don't get to make my silly stories." Uh, but unfortunately, I found what I need at bedtime is a friend, is some comfort, and I also need like even if it's not a bedtime routine, it's, it's something to make bedtime feel good or at least less of a rigmarole less of a hassle less a serious and that's my goal with the show if you're new and you see you say okay okay i get it now or say well i prefer something a little bit more you know whatever you you could choose uh so that's uh one thing if you're new structurally what to expect the show starts off with a few minutes of business that's how we keep the show free over 300 uh, 300 old episodes free and uh, so that's uh, then there's the intro, which we're maybe halfway through. The intros are about 12 minutes of me trying to make a me- explain what the podcast is, make a metaphor about the podcast, go off topic, earn your trust, uh, make you feel comfortable, maybe make you laugh or put a smile on your face. Uh, and it's a show within a show. Some people fall asleep during the intro. Lots of people just use it as their wind down or as they're getting ready for bed. Uh, some people skip the intros. More and more people I hear listen to the intro during the day or the whole show uh, because it's, it's just part of They say, well, I need to break during the day. Uh, so however you use it, uh, the intro is kind of just a way. It's just a familiar friend uh, or a new friend if, if you'd uh, consider that. Uh, or a new associate. Let's just start there. Maybe I could apply to be your bore associate or your assistant borer, assistant to the borer. Okay, but the boring part of my brain just said assistant lawler. 
assistant to the lawler. Okay, okay. I'll, 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 I'll get those applications in. You know how I am with uh, getting paperwork done right away. Yeah, but I, I could. How about I assist you via lols and boredom? So that's the intro. Uh, then there's some business tucked in between the intro and the show. Uh, then tonight we'll be talking about uh, The Good Place. What a good place to sleep. We'll be talking about episode four of The Good Place, but mostly in a way of saying, uh, hey, what was written on that chalkboard? Hmm. Who is, uh, you know, who is that person or what was it going on at that time? Or where do you purchase something like that? Uh, so kind of an indirect, you know, here, here's the thing. A Good Place episode's, what, 23 minutes long? I'll be talking about the episode for about 44 minutes. Now, some of that will be facts that came up in the episode. But you see, you're talking about episode of Good Place, The Good Place in Halftime. I say about, you know, it sounds about right. I mean, in fact, it's a little bit different because sometimes I'll pause it and then, you know, spend 30 minutes saying, what does that say or what is that up there? What books are on that bookshelf? So that's what we'll do. It'll be very lulling and soothing and ideally comforting. Then we have some thank yous at the end. So that's a structure show. This is a podcast you don't need to listen to. You can. I'll be here for an hour giving it my all to keep you company. But you don't have to listen. There's no pressure. Ideally, it's just distracting enough to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but not so interesting that you got to say, well, I really need to hear about Scoots' thoughts about a Chidi's tie this week. Especially, you know, considering Scoots' fashion sense uh, or, you know, tie shape. Yeah, that's not something I may, I'll probably be talking about this week. But uh, at some point I may say, well, what about the shapes? Is that, is that some sort of subtextual? No, no, no. They, they just got a hold of me from my brain. They said, of course not. And I'd say, well, it is a layer of the show and the stories. It, it is important to me. Okay, well, we don't need to, to, to argue about this in front of the new list. Okay, you're right. Well, it's not an argument. I was just discussing. I was saying, uh, I like looking at, you know, how the characters are dressed. Oh, so do I. Like, when we, like, uh, there is, Eleanor has a lot of different uh, types of light on her shirts this season, or her, her, her outfits like lightning bolts and suns and moons, but I don't think it's universal. So kind of a theme, maybe, possibly. Okay, so that'll be the discussion of the good place. Uh, where, where, oh, where was I? I think I got lost in one of my own thoughts. Uh, I was explaining about the structure. Oh, how you don't need to listen to it. Okay, so yeah, clearly you can kind of listen to me. But if you need to listen, if you need a friend in the deep, dark night, I'm here. I'm here for a full 60 minutes. You could queue up another episode if you need it. If you can't sleep uh, and you just need a companion, uh, an assistant to the luller, I'll be here assisting with the lulls and the, the, the pointless meanders. Uh, so you don't need to listen, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep, kind of for the reasons I just said. I'm here to keep you company. You fall asleep when you're ready to, or as you drift off, just naturally, uh, slowly drift away. Uh, I think that's it. I guess I'll have to talk about Silly String another time, uh, because uh, like uh, it's like a, I think it's like seasonal thing, like around Halloween. I think parents just call it annoying, unless you're at a public park, and then public park people 
maintenance people say, they say, annoying string, you should call it. I mean, maybe one day it'll be uh, biodegradable or something, or like, we'll say, it's filled with organic ingredients. Uh, compost, how, how about that? Silly compost string. Yeah, you know, see, it's pasteurized. Uh, it's a spray foam that sprays out in a string. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, the silly thing about it is you spray, that it sprays, it's in an aerosol-type can. And it is pretty silly, because most of the time people are chasing each other around, uh, spraying one another. I don't know if it's exactly caught. It is a little bit addictive. So you say, well, how much is a can? Well, you probably wait till like, two weeks after Halloween to see if you can get it for, like, 40 cents or something. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a product, uh, see, for some reason it's, it's neon and stuff, but I think it normally, but people sell it around, uh, Halloween or I've always associated it with Halloween. You'd think New, New Year's Eve would be the best time, but maybe we could get into like the harvest or the, what about as part of the spring season and the harvest season, silly compost string, it's a silly string. But it's also compost, you know, made from compost. We could say, you know, just general, you know, it doesn't have to be that kind of compost. You know, newsprint and coffee grounds or something. And you can spray, go outside, spray it around. Farmers, would, you could, we could have, like, we could get into some druid-type action. You'd say, come to my fields and spray one another. With, you know, also, you got to buy it from me. So another revenue source for these farmers You'd say, have you gone you picking your blueberries or your apples? Uh, now it's uh, time, you know, now the you picking season's over. Uh, now it's time for uh, silly, the, 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 you know, the field spray. You know, we could, we'll think of a marketing thing for it. And people could just run, you know, you could charge one buck a can or whatever, 50 cents a can. You know, you also, you could do that seasonally. Start off five bucks a can at the height of the season, and as it winds down, keep lowering the price. Also, I have to get all of it for free, just so you know. And you could have people running around, and you could have, like, uh, yeah, spraying each other, one another, with a silly, you know, or, you know, just an idea. Uh, But hopefully tonight, uh, it's more of a mist, uh, a mist of uh, thoughts and friendly banter, uh, that you can drift into and slowly uh, slip away. So I'm here to help. Uh, I really appreciate you checking this show out and coming by. And I work very hard and I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks uh, so much. And here's a few ways we keep the show uh, going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, travel. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that and... uh the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, like superfluous tangents, extra words, 
I might go off topic, but really what I'm trying to do is uh, keep you company, uh, to be your friend, and to, to say, hey, like, uh, listen to this story, listen to my rambles. I want to give you something that's kind of barely nicer to listen to than whatever's keeping you awake at night. Kind of like the pattering of rain on the window. Uh, when it's, you know, when the pattering of rain on the window is nice, uh, it's nice. But then when you're, you know, when you're, there's other times where you say, what's up with the rain? I get, you know, I got a, I got practice or I got to go somewhere or my, you know, my socks are already wet, but there are times, uh, when that pattering's just right, or maybe, maybe not, maybe we've, have we romanticized pattering? Maybe I'll come back to that. I know I like to talk about pattering every once in a while. Uh, but first, let me get to you, new listeners. If you're new, I'm glad you're here. Uh, let me give you the structure and what to expect. Uh, so this, this podcast is a, a really different. It's uh, goofy. It's uh, counterintuitive, and it involves a lot of me talking and, and circular logic and over-talking. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So if you kick back and you kind of listen loosely... And you give it a few tries. That's like over the millions and millions and millions of listens and people I've heard from is kind of seems like uh, give it a few tries and see how it goes. Uh, but I hope it helps you fall asleep. I make the show because I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, structurally, what to expect. The show starts off with business. That's how we keep the show free and going and cover some of our costs. And then there's an intro which we're kind of like two minutes into, into the intros are usually about 12 minutes or so. And they're a show within a show. And a lot of the long-term listeners fall asleep during the intro or get ready for bed during the intro. And they're a big fan of it. It's, it's kind of a it, it, yeah, show within a show, a friendly monologue, uh, where I demonstrate my inability to get to the point. They say, okay, the point of the intro is to introduce the podcast and that takes me 12 minutes. I think uh, maybe you're catching on. But it's really just to say, hey, this is a safe place that's here to help you. Uh, hopefully I become a familiar friend that's uh, sitting there across the room. Your boar friend, your boar bud, your boar bay, your boar bestie, your boar bud, your boar bra, your boar sib, whatever it is. Uh, I'm here to help. Uh, so that's the intro. Then tonight we'll be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. In a kind of indirect and meandering way, I'll kind of do a little bit of a recap. I'll look up some stuff that came up in the episode and, you know, say, oh, who is, who is that actress uh, or what, what did that word mean? And a lot of times I'll be reading my notes because I watch the episode usually like three or four or five times. Star Trek, I watch it a little bit more and then I'll take a lot of notes and I'll try to read off my notes. So we'll be talking about that, and uh, ideally it's just interesting enough to, like I said, take your mind off stuff, but uh, not interesting enough to really grip or engage you. And if you're not familiar with Star Trek, it'll barely resemble Star Trek, so that's a positive. Uh, but if you love Star Trek, you'll say, oh, wait, I, rem- I kind of remember that. But Scoots is still talking about Reg Barkley. And he doesn't know, you know, his Heisenberg compensator from his, you know, rear. So uh, even I can drift off. 
but I'm also here all the way to the end because there are listeners that can't fall asleep. So I'm here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep, uh, whether you fall asleep in the first few minutes or you're here all the way to the very end, or I'm here to help you. Some people listen eight hours a night every night uh, or they have it running. Uh, some people wake up or some people are traveling. You know, you can wait. Whatever it is, I'm here to help. I think the other things are you don't really need to listen to me. You can just kind of barely pay attention. You can pay attention or you can lower the volume. So I'm just a murmuring, whatever works for you. Uh, but I also don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep uh, because uh, I want you to take your time. That's why shows are about an hour. It's just so you can fall asleep whenever, whenever you wish or as you drift off. Uh, you know, kind of like the pitter-pattering of rain, as I was saying. Like, if you're listening to it, I don't know. I guess maybe we have, have we idealized the patter of rain? Rain patters. Uh, rain matters. That's just something my brain just said to me. He said, what are you, like a rain sloganeer? I mean, I do remember, I don't know if this was years ago or re, like in the last six to 12 months, and I, I do, I, I, but I will check in with listeners that have new pets or are thinking about getting a pet is to encourage you, if you're getting two pets at the same time, please consider calling them Pitter and Patter, especially if they're like, uh, I mean, because me, I had gerbils. Me, me I had gerbils. I, as a young boy, well, I had a gerbil and my brother Carl had a gerbil. We did not name them Pitter and Patter. When you named them Chitter and Squeaker. But I think Pitter and Patter, or like two, two, two dogs, uh, I don't know. And then, like I said, with dogs, I think I've gone through this. Maybe they would Pitter and Patter when you call them. So that's a recommendation. But I was thinking about, I don't know, can you romanticize rain? Is it, should that be a book I write in the next 180 years? Uh, well, there could be a different book. Romantic Rain. Oh boy, I just saw the one. Then we could do a romance, uh, romantic, romantic rain, R E I G N. Uh, my days with the Khaleesi uh, would not be what it would be subtitled, but uh, maybe we could, maybe John Snow, maybe, maybe would Tyrion would more, and then there's romanticized rain. Uh, there could be one with, like, because I, I, I know on a lot of, when I, when I was a librarian, we would get a lot of romances were popular and there's different Harlequin uh, series or styles of Harlequin books and somewhere outdoors. So, so there could be romantic uh, main in romantic. We could have M A N E. Uh, then you could have main like uh, we met at a water main break. Holy cow. That's where it all started. Romantic main. Uh, and then also a town, well, that could be an ongoing series, maybe romantic Maine, M-A-I-N-E, the state of Maine. I don't know. Are any, is, is the Hallmark Channel taking submissions? Because I, I already submitted my idea for uh, the Happy Christmas Shop, which I'll be doing the holiday season, a uh, serial series about that. But uh, what about that? I could do a series called Romantic Maine. And it could be episodic, like very similar to those episodic shows of the 80s and the 90s, where it's a town in Maine. 
and uh, it's only bed and breakfast. You get it, maybe that would, like, you get into town, and you say, well, there's nothing here but bed and breakfast, only romance in romantic May. I mean, or it could be an ironic title, of course. Uh, I hear Fraser's getting rebooted, so we could, maybe I could write some fan fiction, Romantic Cane, and also maybe Candy Cane, maybe, like, at a Candy Cane factory, I thought I was going to talk about rain, but we're thinking about using romantic in words that rhyme with rain. Romantic crane, a story of two bird watch, a tr- the true story of two bird watchers who fell in love and solved the mystery of the great whooping crane. I think that's, could I do that as a fictionalized, fictional, fictionalized autobiography? I think that's probably the best one I've come up with so so far. If it was true, we could probably submit it to uh, uh, Lauren and Phoebe on uh, This Is Love, like uh, Romantic Crane. Uh, I, I, I mean, I like the idea of two bird watchers and love, but I would prefer if it was like uh, there was like a second subtitle where it linked to some sort of scientific breakthrough. Because uh, you just, I mean, I guess I'm big on double and triple subtitles to explain what I'm, uh, so romantic rain, romantic rain. Uh, what about, an, here's another possible, if if no one takes romantic main, what about romantic rain? Like the idea, what, what if I'm like, uh, what if there's like, maybe it could have some sort of supernatural element too, positive kind where we bewitch a cloud in wherever it rains, romance follows. Okay, Cupid just called me right in those two seconds there and said, no, that's my job, don't mess. And they'd say, what if we team up? Uh, Cupid, what if I hire you, Cupid? If you play yourself and you shoot a, one of your heart arrows into the cloud. We could That could be the whole story. One day... Uh, you know, you, you say, I'm sick of flying around these wings. Uh, also I'm like a baby in a diaper. Sometimes it gets cold up there. Maybe we get you a nice uh, warm fleece parker or something. And maybe you take a vacation. We could put you in a bathtub. Uh, you don't want a bath. You don't need, okay. Don't act like you have, you're in a diaper. It's just a suggestion and you shoot the clouds and then it's romantic rain think it's been done before i don't think so romantic rain in maine no too many okay well uh, i'll get back to you do you do you uh are you open to that idea though uh, romantic jane i don't get it cupid it's about a character named jane okay well you could write that uh, uh is it from like jane's perspective uh you don't know okay well that's great uh uh Romantic Shane. Okay, this is actually a sleep podcast, believe it or not, Cupid. Thank you for coming by. Uh, let me know on Romantic Rain. Oh, Romantic Blaine. The rom- many romances of David Blaine. Okay, well, we'd need that's a, I think that's like both a real person and a brand. We'd have trouble with that. So you could write it because you're, what are you, a demigod? Okay, you got to go. By the way, uh, have, did I ever, have you ever got any like uh, orders for me? Because I don't never. Uh, uh, okay, I'm out. Thanks. I'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks for your time, Cupid. So those are just a couple of things uh, that, that popped in my head. Anyway, sorry, I went off topic there. 
but, you know, I hope this podcast is like, uh, maybe you just experienced it when I went off those tangents, is uh, a bit like the pattering of rain. You're kind of passively listening to it. Maybe it's triggering a neutral or positive response where you say, yeah, it's not so bad. Let me listen to that pattering, the pittering and the pattering. Now, if you have pets named Pitter and Patter, you don't want them pittering and pattering when you're trying to sleep. Oh, I think that's what I came up with on one intro was the patter method, because there's like, a, which is like to patter yourself a little bit. So maybe it's kind of like patting yourself, uh, but you're imagining, like, so just go ahead and touch one of your shoulders and do a little pattering. Two fingers, I think, is what we decided with pattering. And just, you know, say, hey, it's a good job being human. And so that's kind of the intro. That's I guess that's a metaphor for the show. I'm not exactly sure how, but I think I demonstrated, and maybe I distracted you. But I'm here to help. I've been there in the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show. I appreciate you coming by. I work very hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, so let's see how it goes. Uh, and here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about. It, that you'd probably maybe rather not be thinking about if if, if you're similar to me. Uh, feelings uh, that could be associated to those thoughts, so they could just be feelings, uh, you know, remnants of the day. Maybe remnants is a good word. I don't know if I've used that in the podcast before, but uh, I'm crossing my fingers to see if I'll remember re, re, a remembrance of remnant. Rem, rem, it's also uh, hard to say. Uh, but, it, you know, it could be feelings from today or from the past or the future. You say, well, I got that thing tomorrow. Uh, it could be physical sensations. But whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that, uh, to, to, to distract you, to welcome you into this safe place. Uh, or, you know, that it's where you are uh, to make it a little more comfortable, a little bit more safe. Here you go. I'm going to puff that and pat that and tuck that. I have the, the, the remnants of sleep dust here. I'm going to, uh, they're kind of, it's imaginary. That's why it's remnants. Uh, sprinkle that around. Uh, also forget what I was going to, oh, I'm going to, um, well, yeah, I'm here to, to, to put you at ease, to, to take your mind off of stuff. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents, us and us. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Was that my Freudian brain that let you so slip? You say yes. When Scoots has a Freudian slip, it's more like a, he's already like a Freudian spill. I think they call it in my case. It's like uh, what's that on the floor? Well, Scooter had another Freudian spill there, right out of his mouth. Drooled it right out of his mouth. It was an eh, an ah. Uh. What did, what, did, what, what did Dr. Freud say about that Freudian spill of scooters? He said, a cigar is not a cigar. Uh, and then we kind of, that was when we realized he was a Freud impersonator because we said, well, that's a puddle of drool, uh, Dr. Freud. And then Scooter said, rah, rah, or something. And we said, Dr. Freud, what do you have to say about that? Uh, 
And he said, and then Scooter said, you know what? Uh, I'm pretty sure I used to pretend. He said, I got to get back to a podcast intro, believe it or not, because I don't even know what I was saying. I was saying, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark. Lulling, soothing. Oh, I'm going to go off on tangents. That's what I was saying. Pointless meanders. I'm going to take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to be here. Let me tell you structurally, if you're new, what to expect. Uh, if I have any remnants of your attention, is uh, uh show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep it show free. 300 uh, episodes you could listen to in a row uh, free. And that's only important for the regular listeners. So if you're new, don't worry about it. Uh, then there's an intro, which we're maybe a few minutes into. Intros are around 12 minutes or so. And it's a show within a show, like uh, kind of like a monologue, kind of like a trust-building session that's only remnants. Like if you were going to buy, I don't know if they if that's what remnants are. Like you say, uh, you're going to buy some of those, like uh, that extra cloth you have uh, that the kids were making cloth dolls out of. And then you hold it up, you know, it's got all these different shapes cut out of it. I don't know. I don't, like, honestly, that just popped into my brain. I, I'm, I'm holding it up. That's kind of like what my thoughts are like. Uh, and I, sh- oh, that's what the intros are like, too, right? I try to explain what the podcast is, but I'm not wor- working with a full bolt of uh, fabric. Uh, to be honest, I, don't, I couldn't string together a yard. Uh, it's a patchwork of remnants. The scooter story, an autobiography, his 54th autobiography. A patchwork of remnants. Uh, the tale of the podcaster who kept making up titles for autobiographies he never wrote. Uh, to try to create a metaphor about it in, in the introduction to the podcast. Uh, but the intro is kind of like different use, listeners use it uh, different ways. I mean, the ideal way, it gets you the main way, is as part of your wind-down routine. You say, well, I'm starting to get ready for bed. I hear scoots. I know there's a bedtime story coming. I know this intro is not going to make a whole lot of sense. So I can brush my teeth or maybe I just brush my teeth. I'm getting comfortable, you know, getting the airflow right, getting the bombing done, you know, puffing those pillows. A little bit part of a bedtime routine. Yeah, I think I said that. Uh, But for some listeners, they skip the intro. Some listeners fall asleep during the intro. And it's not just the intro, like more and more listeners I hear from, you know, if you're having a rough day, you could tune in and you say, well, let me, <laughs> I was having a rough day. Let me see. Scoots makes this podcast almost every day and he's made 700 of these intros. Let's see if, uh, and they say, well, it's not easy for Scoots either. So that's the intro show within a show. You could skip it or you could use it as part of your routine or you could drift off, uh, is then after that we'll have a little bit of business. Then we're going to talk about the good place, and oh boy, are we going to talk about it? We're going to talk about the things I wrote, you know, my handwriting when I was trying to take notes when I was watching it. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, to believe it or you know, don't blush when I say this, but we'll be talking about Cheaty's Pecs, maybe. And I say, holy mackerel! But you know, even with Cheaty's Pecs, I'll say, well. You know, I'll, I'll try to, uh, you know, not say that he was in a sprinkler uh, and then in a, in a grocery store. I'll, I'll more say what was on the shelves of the grocery store. You know, what brand chili? So we'll be talking about stuff like that. You see, well, what what is, uh, 
here's something I haven't never paid attention to, and I apologize for this. What kind of footwear does Eleanor wear? Me, I got no idea. I would guess, uh, I wouldn't even, I, wanna, I wouldn't want to guess. I mean, would it be Chuck Taylor's? Maybe not. I think she'd want a more comfortable footbed. Uh, she'd wear what she said. This is what feels good. And I don't think, I don't know, maybe kids, uh, uh, I mean, I'm more thinking this is more figuratively, like what would be if Eleanor Shellstrop was, you know, in existence and she said, okay, let's talk about what you want to wear. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I'm trying to explain what the podcast intro is. Maybe she'd wear shoes made from remnants. Uh, maybe they could be a new thing. Remnants of sense. Uh, uh, my story, uh, he, who, who, who's a former re- treasurer of the United States or whatever, sign me up, you know, or my, my journey to eliminate the penny, a remnants of sense, uh, the Jean-Claude Coppa story. Let's just pretend that Jean-Claude Coppa is uh, trying to get rid of uh, uh, pennies. I don't know who's in charge, who's leading up that thing, but get in touch with me. I, I, I could write your title for your autobiography because i already did or you could it could be uh a jean anthony lebec uh my defense of the penny in a world that no longer appreciated or loved it it pro- that one would need a second th- subtitle because uh for extra twist because i think it would have to have a universal you know what we lost when we lost the penny and how i saved it the Jean-Claude Lebec story, a remnants of sense. Maybe we'll just go straight to a masterpiece theater with that one. Do they have, has there ever been a masterpiece theater uh, series with about currency, uh, irrelevant currency? Okay. All the pennies in my drawers are weeping now. Anyway, I got to get through this intro. Uh, so I'll be talking about the good place at some point. Uh, it'll be a meandering, you know, it's a 22 minute show. I'll be talking to, talking about it for about 45 minutes, but also I'll look stuff up and try to read what's on, you know, you try to read signs and stuff like that. I'll be here. I'll be here to keep you company. So that's the structure show ends with some thank yous and some good nights. And, uh, yeah, if you're new, uh, oh boy, thanks for sticking around. Uh, you got, you got a sneak preview of what I'm going to be working hard on one day. I don't know. Out of all my wacky ideas, they could actually, somebody, could somebody, this is a serious thing. Remind me of this. Uh, I think this penny thing has got legs, at least for a sleep with me episode. Okay. So that's your structure show. Here's a couple of other things. You don't need to listen to me. I'm going to be like, this is a podcast you could kind of passively listen to, or you could turn it even down to a mumble. Uh, you know, you could listen to it how you want, and you don't need to make sense of it. <laughs> Clearly, it's 80% nonsense, and the remnants of it is, not, you know, also, the you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you don't need to listen to me, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. Here's the other deal. I'm going to be here till the very end, uh, giving it my all. Which in another circumstance would be grounds for, you know, no longer working there, but for making a sleep podcast and me here being here to the very end or the very end. That was back when I applied to work for Strawberry Shortcake. And they said, we don't know what you were talking. You just went off on a tangent about, uh, uh, no, I said I was went on off on a tangent about, uh, crossovers with the scratch and sniff stickers, Strawberry. 
No, you were talking about pennies. Oh, okay. Thanks, uh, Professor Pepper or whoever, whoever, whatever, uh, Baron Blueberry. Uh, I got to get, you know, I got one too many tangents in this intro. Otherwise, this would be very excellent, very good. Okay, so I'll be here till the very end. If you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company. But I'm also here to take your mind off stuff so you can fall asleep whenever you like. And I would posit that you say, well, maybe I wasn't following what Scoots was talking about, but I wasn't listening to my other thoughts either. That's the goal of the show. I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night and to keep you company with some inane banter. Or, you know, slightly, you know, she was saying, well, you say, actually, I have thought a lot about the penny uh, in the past. And I say, huh, most of the time I shrug my shoulders. They say, well, Penny, what are you going to do? I think even Penny, they say, Penny, tell me about your fate. Uh, what do you think? Uh, meh, well, I don't, you know, it's been a good run. But, uh, you know, we'll, you know, you could, they'll probably find us. Uh, we'll probably, you know, I'll probably outlast you, you, Scoots. I say, oh, boy, whoa, whoa, whoa. How'd I get the penny with an edge? There's another story I could write. That could be the other person in the penny. Maybe there's a penny, like a poly. Maybe we could get a poly penny thing going. Maybe we could get a poly pocket penny edition going. But anyway, uh, no, no need, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here to keep you coming. You know, the reason I make a show is because I've been there in the deep dark night, tossing and turning. Lonely, to be honest, uh, is lonely the lonely penny? Here, does does anybody know uh, how to? What about books like Encyclopedia Brown? I could do the uh, lonely penny series. Uh, the penny, you know, the penny that pouted. Maybe that would just be basic learning. Pout, penny, pout, penny, penny, penny. Uh, okay, so. That's the structure of the show. That's the rules around the show. I think the rest of the intro kind of demonstrated the sensibility of the show, which is silly to kind of give you, to make bedtime less serious and less like a rigmarole, maybe to barely put a smile on your face. So you maybe giggle a little bit, uh, and then you wake up and say, I don't know what Scoots was talking about. Maybe Penny, I think Penny Loafers, he got a new set of Penny Loafers. And then he had the great penny loafer sock debate. And then he had the idea of the way he dresses in penny loafers. And then he tried to return the penny loafers. Something, I don't know. It was great. Uh, It slept so good. So if you're new, and most listeners say this, uh, give the show a few tries to see if it works for you. There's no pressure for you to like it, and it doesn't work for everybody. Though if I had a magic wand or, you know, if I had a magic penny, I did do an episode about a magic penny. No idea what it was about at this point, but uh, yeah, I would give it to you if it was going to put you to sleep if the podcast didn't work. Uh, but for all I, I can do, I can just be here and do this show and you can see if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, you know, try some LibriVox. There's great international fairy tales on there. That's just one recommendation I have. Uh, but I hope it does because I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming by. And here's a few ways we keep this show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, 
Uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble uh, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, time, temperature. You know, changes, you work the second, you work the second shift, the third shift, you're on a work trip, someone else is on a work trip. You know, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to help with that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this, I'm trying to create a safe place. I'm trying to smooth it and pat it and rub it down and say safe place. Just like I was in, uh, you know, Motown Philly Harmony or something. And I'm going to pat this safe place. See, look, look at how nice it is. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, creaky, creaky dull, rust, rustified tangents, uh, superfluous words, unresolved metaphors, uh, friendly banter. Uh, I'm going to keep you company. And the way I'm going to do it, getting mixed up, that's another one. If you're new, this is your first couple of times you're checking out the show, welcome. Uh, here, have a seat in this nice, convenient, safe place, or stand if you prefer. And cross your arms, uncross them, whatever it is. Roll your shoulders if you wish. That's what I'm doing that. Uh, probably not the best during a, a meet and greet like we're having here. But this is more like a greeting, greet, greet, greet and greet. Great, I wish great rhymed with greet because uh, it'll be convenient right this second. But let me tell you, it's great to greet you, new listener. That's what I meant to say. Welcome to Sleep With Me. Podcast a little bit different. So if you're new, I'm going to try to set you up here. But when I try to do that, I usually get I go off topic. So don't try to pay too close attention. Most regular listeners, which is probably like 150,000 people listen multiple times a week, uh, say it took two or three tries. So it took those, you know, and then there's other people that listen occasionally. So give it a few tries and see if it helps. But if you try to concentrate, you're welcome to concentrate as much as you want. That's why I'm saying it's great to greet you. The great, what about, have I ever told you about the story about the greatest greeter ever? Maybe I'll, maybe I could tell you that at some point soon. Uh, that might even be t- tonight's bedtime story, but, uh, <laughs> I am not the greatest greeter ever, but it's great. What I was saying is it's so great to greet you, uh, but don't try it. You can concentrate on this podcast, but it's more something you kind of consume loosely. Somewhere between background noise and a friend who, who you, you, you're trying to follow their story, but only for the key points, but they add way more than the key points. You see how to go with that meeting. And they say, oh, which the meeting this morning? Oh, boy. Well, let me tell you about breakfast first. And you're like, well, I just wanted to know how it went in the meeting, good or bad. But you can't really say that because you're friends. You, so you say, okay, oh, wow, breakfast, frosted flakes, eh? Oh, the frosting was off on your frosted flakes. Oh, you only have frosted, that was frosted full of flake day. Oh, and it reminds you of snowflake. Okay, okay. What about, oh, and then maybe you try to interject. You say, well, that's just what, so, oh, the meeting, though. Oh, yeah, I'm getting to the meeting. But, uh, yeah, then I was, then, so then I may put them in a bowl. 
was in, I, I went in another room because I heard, I heard that the TV was on. I forgot to turn off the TV. And then I said, or her, watched a report that said smiling increases your uh, likelihood to smile by 100%. And I wondered if that, I said, that's new. That's good news, I guess. Is that good news or is that a joke? And then I shut it off. Oh, the meeting, though. Yeah, you were wondering about the meeting at work uh, because then my, so then I drove my car into work and parked as I normally do. We, well, we, you know, I do the car, carpool with uh, everybody in the carpool, except uh, Jacob at that day. Jacob was working remotely. And I said, remote, your home, we live in an urban area. It's not remote. Uh, you're, you're in a, you're in a very poverty apartment building, Jacob. Uh, I'd say if you were on a tundra, that's working remotely. So I don't know if you have any friends like that, but I, that's what I tend to be like. I just gave you a little sampling. Oh, so I was going to say, uh, don't try to pay too close attention. And so that's one thing. I was, going to, I was trying to be concise right up front. Uh, so uh, here's the structure of the show. That's one thing. So the, it starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep it podcast free. You know, we made, make it uh, twice a week. Uh, so there's that. Um, what else was I going to say? I'm already mixed up. So the, oh, it starts off with business. Then there's an intro. Uh, intro's a little bit different because usually intros you say, well, what does it take? 30 minutes, 30 seconds, uh, one minute to intro a podcast? unless it's a really high concept. And I say, well, mine's more of a concept where it seems like somebody's high, not me. And I don't think I'm high-minded. I mean, my brain probably has gotten too much altitude. Uh, but so, what was I going to say? So the intros, they take around 12 minutes. It's, but it's a show within a show. Trust me, if you stick around and get to know it, you'll know, hey, I love the intro, or I might want to skip the intro. Or like a lot of people, you'll use the intro as the start to your wind down routine. You brush your teeth. Maybe you'll you know put your socks on, take your socks off, put on your PJs, whatever whatever it is that works. Bring your pets, or you know, like me, Koa, my dog. What she likes to do, she has her dog bed, and usually I let her go to the restroom outside, and then uh, in the, the great natural restroom. And then she comes in, and I say, ready for bed? And then she'll get in bed, and then I'll put a blanket on her and tuck her in. That's part of my wind-down routine. That's her wind-down routine real quick. Oh, but so the intro is like a bit of meandering of me just trying to describe the podcast. It's a microcosm, I think, of the podcast. Uh, So it takes a while, but it's part of the show, and it's part of the method. But you can skip it if you need to. And to skip right to the story, maybe the greatest greeter. I don't know if that'll be a story we tell because I haven't told it yet. But I'm glad you're here. That's one thing. So that's the structure show. So there's the intro, then a little business, then the bedtime story part, which could be just about anything. And then the thank yous. And there's no pressure for you to listen or to fall asleep. You don't have to pay attention to me. I hope I can be just interesting enough to take your mind off stuff, but meandering and harebrained is the way I've been described. And I say harebrained like H-A-I-R or H-A-R-E, because it, I'll agree with you. Either way, I'm just wondering, just so I can wrap my brain around it, you know, if I'm harebrained. 
I got to wrap my brain and my mind around this whole harebrained thing. And that's two different things to wrap my mind around, being, you know, hair or hair. And if it's H-A-R-E, I got to probably run after, I got to say, well, I got to go catch that harebrained harebrain of mine. Uh, so th- that's the structure of the show. No pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour, whether you're awake or asleep. And uh, the thing is, I make this show all the way to the end because I know there's a small portion of, portion of listeners that are here all the way to the end or people that are temporarily you know, really up, and I'm going to here to keep you company. Whether you're awake or asleep, I'm here to be at your bedside. It's trying to comfort you. It's trying to be your friend, your boyfriend, with friendly banter, as they said. I'm not here to be the greatest greeter of all time. I'm just here to be, you see, well, that was a pretty good greeting you did, uh, Scoots. It was 12 minutes. You could have said, welcome to the store. And they said, well, yeah, they took, They said, can you hand in your smack or, or whatever? And they said, well... I really like this smock. And they said, well, we don't have, actually, our greeters are paid anyway. You can't be a voluntary greeter. And where do you, and I said, well, I hope this is a homemade smock. Actually, I own it. Uh, so you can't take it back. And they said, well, actually, we own that branding. So technically, and I said, oh, boy. Uh, and I think it was, it, but that was, that's a, for another, that's a tale for another day. Never to be told, except, uh, to the superior, whatever, when, when, you know, when they call me up and, uh, what was I saying? I'm here to keep you company, to be your friend. Uh, so it's a structure show, no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to listen. You know, I make this show cause I've been there this week, to be honest, like I've really been baffled around my own sleeping, particularly last night. I had one of those moments, not a super intense moment. But where I didn't want to know, it was too dark. I was wide awake. I woke up. I wasn't sleeping good. Woke up, and I didn't even want to know what time it was, unless I said, "Well, I know it's not raining." I said, "Maybe, maybe the sun's behind like fifty clouds." Uh, but I said, it's, "It's so dark that I really don't want to know what time it is because now I'm debating should I just get up." Like, I was just awake, and I said, well, what in the heck? I mean, I knew why I was awake. I said, well, I got a lot on my mind and stuff. But uh, uh, that's why I make this show is because it would be nice, uh, I thought, when I first I said, if, if there was someone there to say, hey, uh, it looks like you can't sleep. I'll check what time it is. I won't even tell you. I won't even show you any body language so you could guess. But I'll tell you about the tale of the time I went to buy a clock and I met the greatest greeter. Instead, because I'll be here, because I know you're having trouble. It looks like you're, it looks like the stuff you had. It, I saw you tossing and turning there. Let me tuck you in, just like you tuck in your puppy dog, Kopu. And let me say, I'm here to help, and I'm here to take your mind up of the fact that you don't want to know what time it is, or you don't want to think about this stuff. I'm going to be here to tell you, because I was going to get a clock, uh, and and, and that, that person won't be, te- that imaginary person within my brain won't be telling you the story about the greatest greeter, but I will be. So I make a show because I've been there and I know how it feels and I really truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I work very, very hard on the show because uh, I'd like to help you. Uh, I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks for giving me your time. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show uh, going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with the bedtime story. 
All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature, uh, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. You know, could, yeah, stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling, stuff you're experiencing, or travel, or whatever. Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Uh, repetitive uh, podcast introductions. Uh, I'd also like to keep you company. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous dialogue, and talking, lots of talking, tangents uh, upon tangents. Uh, so tangential, you forget what I was, t- you know, <laughs> so forget <laughs> Tangerine tangents, all that's a new thing I'm working on. Tangerine-infused tangents with that citrus flavor. Uh, sweet, sweet, sweet tangerine tangents. Maybe I'll, maybe that could be another name if I get it. If I became like a, 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 if I was in a showgirl outfit, I would like to be tangerine tangents. And they could, you know, say now, you know, next up is, uh, or maybe they would, people would meet me and they'd see me. With you know my with the whole uh, you know the the legs and the the the, the uh, things and the feathers the, like the thing behind you that uh, like uh, fans or whatever, and they say, well, what kind of dancing do you do? And I said, well, I'm a tan- well in tangerine tangent. By the way, nice to meet you. And I'd say, well, uh, by the way, but uh, speaking of dancing. I don't do it exactly what you'd call a dance. It's more of a routine. Uh, and uh, then I would go off just like this, uh, and maybe I could eventually. But there's like I don't know if I'm being into the kicking, the high kicking, and that kind of thing. And I don't, like I've talked about this before. The few uh, dancing instructions I found, or even let's see, dancing instruction. This is what I've heard from dancing instructors, uh, Pilates instructor yoga instructor it's been a while since i've done any of those but uh in all of those they said well you got to move okay move now move your hips and i'd try and i'd say and they said no 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 roll your hips uh okay just shake your hips and i'd say like my mind body connection with my hips is uh it's not at this point i haven't developed it uh, every once in a while, like I'd give one, they say, well, pretend your spine's like a string of pearls and lower your lower back. I could get that one down, but I think that's my pelvis. And as far as I know, my pelvis and my hips may be two different things. They may be connected or interconnected. And also my hips is a place for me, you know, for me or my dancing partners, uh, but you know, I guess in that kind of situation, the instructor says, well, let me show you, can I touch your hip? And I said, no, no. Like, I get giggly. Like, you can't touch my hips. Uh, you think in a dancing instruction, they usually just will do, do they say, okay, what about this? This is your hip here. And then I would go, a googly, googly, goo. Because my hips, I say, well, yeah, you can't. And they'd say, then I guess that would contradict myself, though. Maybe that's what they were doing. I just didn't realize it. They say, see, you can feel your hips. They say, feeling them. And jerking them because they're ticklish and moving them with instruction of my mind are much different things. That could be another, the hip conundrum. 
Is it, did Agatha Christie already write that one? It, maybe is there anyone right? This is not a joke, and also if if it's not a joke, I'm calling dibs on this. Like, what about retirement home, uh, retirement community uh, mysteries, the hip conundrum? Maybe that'll be for our next series. Uh, okay, I'm already going to do it. I'm, I'm moving forward with that idea. Uh, but so yeah, yeah. I think that. Well, anyway, I'm on a I'm in a bit of a tangerine tangent, so I need to pull myself back here and find her within me. Well, uh, yeah, get to the center of my outfit here. Uh, but yeah, that'll be for our next series. That's a perfect setting. Uh, but so, uh, where was it? Oh, if you're a new listener here, welcome. Sorry about that. Went on some early tangents. Uh, what can you do when your inner showgirl awakens? You must, uh, respond to her call. Uh, so, okay. Where was I? So if you're new, here's a couple of things to expect. Uh, tangents, uh, whether they're tangerine tangents or, uh, superfluous ones, they'll be there. Uh, structurally what the show starts off with a little few minutes of business. Then we have an intro. Intro's around 12 minutes. We're, I think we're already seven minutes into this one. It, then there's uh, there's a show. Oh, there's an intro, then a little business, and then we'll be talking about The Good Place, uh, uh, Season 3, Episode 6, I believe, uh, Donkey, Ballad of Donkey Dog. Maybe the best title of uh, The Good Place episode ever. And hopefully it'll be like an album release from like, uh, I don't know who, like, uh, old 97s, like, uh, like, uh, who, who is Willie Nelson? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so part of my brain just yelled out in the background some peanut gallery brain just said Don Knotts. And I said, no, Don Knotts. I don't know one if Don Knotts is still with us. Probably. I'm just guessing maybe he's in the big farm. But I don't think Don Knotts is going to be singing a country, the Ballad of Donkey Doug. Though you could be like a modern day Don Knotts. Could we could? I think Donkey Doug actually is a modern day Don Knotts, or J- Jason and Donkey Doug are. Okay, where was I? So, uh, okay, uh, I was trying to explain the structure of the show. We'll be talking about the good place. It will be kind of analyzing in an indirect way. There will be spoilers because I'll be kind of barely talking about the plot and stuff. And then after that, I'll talk about some specific subjects that came up and do some research. Yeah, but it'll be pretty indirect and, and calming and, and bedtime story-like. Yeah, so that'll be that part. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, oh, then there'll be some thank yous at the end. That's the structure show. Also, if you're new, you don't need to listen to this show. Podcast you don't need to pay attention to. You can, but you don't need to. I'll be here just to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. Uh, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. If you can't, like, fall asleep whenever you do, you know, listen to me at whatever volume or paying attention level you you want. But obviously, if you if you were listening and you heard about uh, those multiple, you say, well, he, he says he's a dancer named Tangerine Tangent. First question is, do I have a tangerine scent on? Of course. Uh, and is my, I would say my outfit is a tanger, it has hints of tangerine uh, to be subtle. And also, you know, like uh, rindy rhinestones. I wonder if anybody ever said that. I'm the rhinestone cowboy. Rhinestones? No, rhinestones. I actually uh, dry out rinds of tangerines and other citruses, citruses. 
and then make those into a rhinestone-like thing out of the rinds. They're not shiny, obviously, and they're pretty tough. Uh, that's why I'm tough. I'm the rhinestone cowboy, and uh, this is also another part of my being, uh, uh, tangerine uh who was I? Tangerine Cafe? No, that's a restaurant. Uh, tangerine Tan, Tangerine Tan, The Adventures of Tangerine Tangent and the Rhinestone Cowboy. Coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon. Uh, nowhere. Uh, okay, where was it? Oh, Structure Show. That's a Structure Show. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here about an hour. If you can't sleep, I'll be here till the very end to keep you company. Because that's what I do. I'm here. I'm here to help you fall asleep, uh, to be your friend as you drift off. Uh, so that's the structure of the show. And I think that's kind of it. Uh, like, uh, give it a few tries. That's what most listeners say. They say on the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth try, I, Scoots made less and less sense. And I realized that that's uh, who Scoots is. Uh, he's our boar friend, our boar bud, our boar bay, our boar cuz, our boar sib, our boar bra. He's Tangerine Tangent and the Rhinestone Cowboy. He's the, uh, what did I say? The, 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 the sentient hip, uh, the hip that, that, uh, what would I say? The, the, the hip that didn't dance, whatever it was, uh, uh, he, he's also that, uh, the miss, the hip, uh, the hip that missed dancing. It, maybe it could be a series, uh, the pelvic floor. That was a dance floor. That sounds strange, but uh, it just popped in my brain. So what can I say? So uh, whether you know who Don Knotts is or you don't know, uh, or you say, well, I don't even watch The Good Place, it'll still put you asleep. It'll still be here to keep you company with some friendly banter. And here's a couple other things. I really appreciate you coming by. And I really strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, I'm going to work very hard. I'm going to be here. Uh, so thanks again for checking out the show, and here's a couple of ways we keep the show a going. <laughs>